0: Of our Lord be with you. Some Sadducees who do not believe in the resurrection came to Jesus and asked him to say to whom a woman who had married seven brothers would be married in the resurrection. With those words, this morning's gospel lesson. Describes an effort on the part of some Sadducees who did not believe in life beyond the grave to confound Jesus and also their religious rivals, the Pharisees, who, like Jesus, did believe in life beyond the grave. But, as you will no doubt have noticed, By the end of their game of gotcha in this morning's gospel lesson, the Sadducees had learned the hard way not to play stump the preacher with Jesus, whose answer to their little riddle was that their question is not even applicable to the next life, because the next life is not a continuation Of this life. So the Sadducees' hypothetical person who had seven spouses in this life may not have any spouses in the next life. Because the next life is not just more of the same of this life. Those who belong to this age may be married, said Jesus. But the same is not so in the next life, which is not only more of an answer than the Sadducees bargained for, but perhaps also more of an answer than we bargained for. After all, we do tend to gravitate toward ways of thinking about the next life which are based largely on the assumption that the next life is going to be a longer, better, more perfect version of this life. We speak often and freely of someday being reunited at death with those from whom we have been separated by death. Thoughts about the next life which are, for some, a source of comfort, for others, a source of anxiety, but for all, a way of thinking about life on the other side, which sees the next life as something of a continuation of this life. Which may ultimately turn out to be true. Who can say? But if it does, it will certainly be different from what Jesus seems to be saying in today's gospel lesson, where Jesus seems to suggest that the hypothetical person who had seven spouses in this life may not have any spouses in the next life because over on the other side, everything will be different from the way things are here and now. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, I long ago made peace with the fact that whatever we say we believe about life over on the other side is what we choose to believe about life over on the other side. Will all persons eventually be in heaven? If not, will those who are there be sad because of those who are not there? Will we know one another in heaven? Will we be reunited with those we love in heaven? Will there be pets in heaven? Books and movies by people who claim to have been there and back and have all the answers to all those questions notwithstanding. What we believe about the answers to those questions about life over on the other side, no one can prove. Rather, what we believe concerning life on the other side is what we choose to believe. And what we choose to believe is what rings most true in the deepest corners of our spirit. For example, I choose to believe that ultimately, eventually, once all the necessary judging and purging and redeeming has been done, no matter how long it takes, all persons The whole human family and all creation will be at home together with one another and with God over on the other side. The whole human family of every time and place and all creatures and all creation Gathered up into that glorious reality which Revelation 5.13 describes as every creature in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea. Singing together forever around the throne of God to God. Are there other verses in the Bible which do not say the same? Absolutely, there are. They're all smaller than this verse. This is the biggest one in the book. All creatures in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea, all creatures together forever around the throne of God, that is the biggest verse in the Bible somewhere along the way i made a judgment a real sure enough serious judgment that i was going to interpret the smaller verses in light of the biggest verse not interpret the biggest verse in the light of the smaller ones a choice right a serious prayerful choice that took me about a lifetime to finally make Can I prove to you that Revelation 5.13 will ultimately be the verse that describes ultimate reality? No. I can only tell you it is what I choose to believe. I've had two or three epiphanies in my lifetime that, for me, confirm the truth of that, but... How do I know that those are from God? They could just be the echo chamber of my own desires, right? So who can say? Eight months ago today, this very day, eight months ago, March the 10th, Sunday morning of this year, I was in my car. It was very early in the morning. I remember it was the morning of time change weekend. And it had stormed a lot on Saturday, March the 9th, so the sky was just full of amazing clouds. If you were out and about about 7 o'clock that Sunday morning, you saw it yourself. And as I was driving along, I was listening to this CD in my car of instrumental music by a friend of mine who serves on the music faculty at the University of Mississippi in Oxford a pianist of international acclaim and a Jewish person, my friend had included on this his most recent CD, the most stunningly beautiful arrangement of that most familiar of all Christian hymns, Amazing Grace. And as he played the great crescendo, of that final verse when we've been there ten thousand years bright shining as the sun we've no less days to sing god's praise than when we first begun i just had this moment Deep down at the center of my soul, I knew that those words concerning life over on the other side are as at home in His Jewish hands as they are in my Christian mouth. Can I prove to you that that is so? No. (laughs) It's like everything which everyone believes about life over on the other side. That is what I choose to believe. Not just because I want it to be true, but because none of the other options ring true. To the deepest and highest, best and most, that I know and believe about God, which is the way it is with all of our thoughts about life over on the other side. What we say we believe is what we choose to believe. And at some point in our lives we just have to come to terms with that. Make peace with it. Embrace the mystery. Choose to believe what we choose to believe about life over on the other side. The mystery so great that the longer I live, the more content I become only to say as long as we live God is with us. And then when we die, we are with God, and then stop talking.